Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 37 of the Cross Media Show. Today's topic is this insane Warner Media and Discovery merger. Uh, before we get into it, if you're watching this on YouTube, feel free to give us a like and subscribe and help support us and see more great content like the Marvel Mondays Initiative, the Penultimate Conquest Podcast, and my show. Ooh, not my show. I forgot to change that. And um, Ryan's show, Anime Nation. Um, also, if you remember, if you have Amazon Prime, you have Twitch Prime, which gives you a free Twitch subscription. So give us a sub. If you missed out on any of this week's content, feel free to check out the website, thepenultimateconquest.com, and check out our VODs and even see the schedule for the rest of the month. For those of you that don't know who I am, my name is Ruben, the director of The Penultimate Conquest. Today's guests are the host of Anime Nation, the guru of anime, Ryan Smith. Ryan, how's it going? Doing pretty good. How about yourself, Ruben? Pretty good. Can't complain. It's Tuesday. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a... Tuesday. You're that guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. Wow. I completely missed the mark on that one, you know? <laughs> um, we also have the man that somehow voted for Avengers as his number one game of the year last year. Anthony, you are, will not live this title down. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's it's perfectly fine. I'm happy to have that uh, attached to me for all of eternity, apparently. Uh, <laughs> yes, all of eternity, <laughs> until I come up with something better, you know? Mm-hmm. Anthony, Anthony, uh, how are you doing? I'm doing good, doing good. Working on uh, some D&D stuff with you. We're going to be doing that at the end of the month. Very exciting. That's so right. if... Uh, Anyone listening likes D&D, hopefully we'll have some fun at the end of the month with that. Yeah, we'll see. Um, And for the first time, ladies and gentlemen, uh, he is a video game and technology journalist. Please welcome Keith Mitchell. Keith, What's up, everybody? I'm good. And yourself? I'm pretty good. Like I said, it's a Tuesday. I am that guy. Um, Yeah. Hey, man, you're you're still around. You're still doing your thing on a Tuesday. So commend you for that one. Most people are already giving up on Monday. Yeah. Ugh. Just, I would have given up on Monday. I would love to give <laughs> up on Monday. <laughs> Keith, why don't you tell us a little about it, uh, a little bit about yourself? Sure. So I go by the name of Shadow Haxer. I've had that handle for about a good thirty years. Um, I'm 44 now, so I've been out there for a while. I am the editor in chief of a gaming and geek culture website called The Outer Hand Productions, where we talk about gaming, anime, manga, TV, film, all that cool stuff. Either news, reviews, written or video, or podcast. We pretty much do everything. We're big geeks. We're passionate about what we do, and we love it. Uh, myself, as you mentioned, I am an IT professional technologist by trade. That is my 9 to 5, but I got into this crazy world of, of gaming and journalism, uh, I want to say about about 15 years ago. I was yeah. the kid that grew up with the, uh, the original IBM PC clones and the Commodore 64s and television, uh, thanks to my father and my uncles getting me into gaming at an early age, and Atari 2600, and pretty much everything was like, oh, gaming, I love this. I'm the guy that if you say, hey, arcades suck, I look at you like, what are you talking about? Arcades were amazing because yeah. I grew up in arcades, which is, isn't really a thing anymore. But I still remember the golden days. I remember those uh, quite vividly. Um, but yeah, I have my hands in everything. Technology, you know, big technology, CPU, processors, NAS, servers, all that cool stuff. Or... Even game related, you know, if I'm usually the guy people go to if they want to talk about streaming or why my stuff doesn't work properly or how come this isn't doing what it's supposed to do. So, you know, and I like doing it. I like doing it. I, I like helping people out. I like sharing the knowledge because end of the day, I, I say it like this. It's kind of morbid, but I can't take it with me when I go. So I might as well share it while I'm here. 
That's definitely right. I like your attitude. Um, but now that you said that, I will be coming to you for technology advice. Why isn't my PC working? You wouldn't be the first. You won't be the last. I have no problems with it. Okay, cool. Um, before we get into today's topic, let's go into some housekeeping. If you missed it, uh, check out the new episode of the Marvel Mondays Initiative, our MCU rewind of The Incredible Hulk. And man, what a movie. And that's uh-huh. not saying anything nice about that. It was just a movie. <laughs> uh, it, this is currently up on YouTube. I will put the link in the description below. Um, the penultimate merch store is finally up. I know this, I, this is old, but I'm still putting that out there for everybody. Um, I had some artwork done by the amazing Mary Kate Carney. Go check out her work and show her some love on Instagram at mkrc.art. Tessa is continuing her stream, uh, sorry, her journey playing Resident Evil tonight, uh, at 10 p.m. EST. And due to scheduling, we had to postpone last week's, uh, episode of anime nation to tomorrow ryan what's the topic tomorrow uh tomorrow i'll be gathering some of the old anime people we've had here back from the attack on Titan group christian and fee wow we'll be talking we'll be talking to nami the era the 2000s era of anime on late night adult swim on saturday nights okay nice nice i'm liking it i'm liking it all right gentlemen let's get into this topic of which has been giving me a headache for the last couple of days. Well, really just today and yesterday, but it Uh feels like a couple of days. I am reading from the LA times, AT&T, uh, AT&T's Warner media and discovery unveiled their blockbuster 43 million, uh, $43 billion, uh, $43 billion union Monday. A combination that would bring some of the biggest names in television, HBO, CNN, HDTV, Animal Planet, and the Food Network, and the Warner Brothers movie studio under one roof. Okay, clearly I didn't read this article before I, you know, did all this. Uh, Mm -hmm. I was under the assumption that Discovery was taking over for Warner Media. But this is not an acquisition. uh, Well... It's I'm still messy. Su- yeah, it's it, still a messy situation. It's mm-hmm. still very messy, but now I'm not as upset as I was before. Okay. Oh, okay, All that's right. good. That's good. Yeah, yeah, very good. Um, AT&T said it would exit the entertainment business by spinning off Warner Brothers and the TV channels that it acquired just 3 years ago. Those Warner Media assets will be combined with the Discovery Channels creating a newly public tra- uh, publicly traded company. I mean, it kind of is super messy because yeah, it's okay. very messy. If you think about the logistics of it, this is very messy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Um. All right. At launch, AT and T shareholders would own seventy one percent, and Discovery shareholders would own twenty nine percent. AT and T would receive forty three billion dollars in cash, debt securities, and other secu- uh, considerations, so that it could pay down the debt. Jesus Christ, that's a lot of debt. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred. Fifty hundred eighty million billion. <laughs> so no, I wish I had. I wish I had a, a, a fraction of that in my bank account right now. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's right. Just crazy. These big companies mm-hmm. toss around money like it's nothing. It's yeah. insane. So, uh, before we continue more into this, what do we think of this so far, Ryan? Let's start with you. 
This one is... It's odd. It, it felt so out of left field on a, a, starting this week off. It was... For yeah, for lack of a better word, it just seemed odd of a odd of a thing to do for Warner Brothers Media to be pushed into with Discovery. It just seems like a weird combination of everything to make one company under. Do you think it's odd? AT and T is a phone company. Like, <laughs> why would they know what to do with? A, a they media do company? love bun. They do love bundling. Now that I think about it, whenever I go into an AT and T store, they're trying to get me to bundle. They're bundling here. Well, uh, for me, it's more of like I don't know why they got into the business of media when they don't. They're telecommunications. Oh, that's easy. That's easy. Ah. Why is that? Because all the competition was doing it. Remember back in the day when Verizon started getting into media as well? And then they quickly as they got into it, they jumped out of it because they couldn't do it. They were like, we're done. And they dropped everything. They even even picked up a couple of uh, um, news sites. Yeah, and drop those. AT and T was like, well, "I'm going to do the same thing," and they jumped right in. No experience, didn't know exactly what they were doing, and here we are. Oh, they were in the game yeah. much longer, though. Yeah, I forgot about the the whole controversy of having a um, a news organization owned by a phone company. I remember mm-hmm. that. Now. Yeah, they yeah. control the what essentially we control the narrative exactly. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, unbelievable. Mitchell, what do you think about this? As I said in the beginning, this is a complete and total mess. This yeah. is a mess. And the problem with all this right now is they're saying certain things are set in stone, but we all know from past events, nothing is ever set in stone. They'll say one thing, wait a couple of months later, and change everything up. The only good thing about this, it gives the company time to think about what exactly they're doing because nothing's going to get finalized for like another year or so. So Right. I'm, I'm more concerned about two things. WB, or all the gaming properties, and uh, the studios and streaming, those who cut the court, those who are subscribed to HBO Max. What happens? We already saw DC Universe go away and they start moving their stuff over to HBO Max. Yep. Now what's going to happen? What's going to happen to DC Comics? You know, what's happening here as a whole? I mean, something's going to give, something's going to go away eventually. Not to mention, they also fired, fired terminated what, 2,000 people not too long ago? And then also said, oh, nah, WB Games is fine. They're not going anywhere. It's, we're, we're good. Yeah. Here we are. <laughs> we're right back at where we were at the beginning. Well, I did see on uh, Twitter yesterday, a bunch of people were talking about how uh, some WB Games uh, studios were going to be sold off. Others were going to be held, if I remember that correctly, Anthony. Am I right? Yeah, so um, a lot of journalists had the opportunity to start asking questions once uh, the announcements came out. And so uh, it seems like for right now, any of the studios that are intrinsically tied into WBIP are going to stay with the WB Warner Media area. So the people that work on the Batman games, Suicide Squad, okay, that sort of stuff seems to be safe. And it seems like the Lord of the Rings people, those will be fine. But outside of that, like Lego, the Lego people, they're not. Oof. intrinsic to WB, they're more third-party with LEGO, right. and so they don't need them as much. And so that's kind of the area where things will probably start being sold off to help get their debt down. Netherrealms? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. So Will we'll we see. ever get a Mortal Kombat too? You know what? If they got rid of Netherrealms, I know I know one company that would be interested in picking them up. Oh, gee. I wonder which company. <laughs> what, what's, what kind of hat are you wearing? Oh, hey, uh, <laughs> what are you talking about? 
<laughs> but no, seriously, it, it's kind of funny, kind of a coincidence that that happened because I know for I know Microsoft has been trying to find a developer to get Karen Singh back off the on the uh, running again, and they can't find anybody. So hey, that would be perfect. Though I don't know if I want another room working on more or uh, Karen Singh. They couldn't do it. It's two different styles of games. I don't yeah. know. I'm sorry. What game is this? Killer Instinct. Oh, Killer Instinct. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah, that's still, uh, classic arcade game. I would not like that at all. <laughs> but hey, great cutscenes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, this is true. A story. <laughs> you don't play fighting games for the story, except unless you're playing Mortal Kombat <laughs> or Injustice. <laughs> oh boy, another rum games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, this is completely messy. I. I, I don't want to think about the, the logistics of this at all. I just I just want to see this play out. It's one of those things you just want to cover your eyes and go, I don't care. Wake me up when it's done. So yeah. technically, you guys are right. It's not an acquisition, but it kind of feels like an acquisition because essentially they want uh, – basically they want Discovery to just take over Warner Media. Am I, am I reading this yes. correctly? Okay. Yes. yes. But I have, I, have a, I have a wrench thrown there. So, hypothetically, what if Discovery, this new entity, whatever, doesn't want to have to do anything with gaming? Then what? We're screwed. They're going to sell it off like they wouldn't. They're going to sell it all off. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Discovery, I mean, Discovery. I, I'm, I'm, I'm like, making some you see, that's where you're I'm wrong. like, why? I'm you're, like, why Discovery? Why is Discovery even in this picture? Yeah. Discovery. They want to start making HGTV uh, video games. Because why not? I, you know what? I got no problems with HGTV. I, there's been many days I've sat in front of TV. I'm like, you know what? These guys should do a gaming room or an office setup yeah. show. Yeah. It's going to be they like... got enough. They got enough house building shows and yeah. whatnot. But this yeah, is where G4 and HGTV combine <laughs> to make one G4. No, HG4 TV. <laughs> there you go. It's Yeah, I, I just hope it doesn't. I hope it doesn't come out to be, you know, Discovery goes, I don't want anything to do with gaming. Goodbye. Yeah. This is bad for everybody. Mm-mm. So if that's the case, and this is a cross-media show, like, we're, we're just crossing the borders of the penultimate conquest podcast right now. the penultimate conquest podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, who do we think, let's say a hypothetical, they decide to go that route. Who do we think, uh, let's see what the list of, of, Studios Warner Brothers has well Warner Media. Mm-hmm. Uh, who do we think is going to pick up? Let's say the majority of these studios, and I really hope you don't say Xbox, Keith. Well, I'm not going to say Xbox. I think that'll be a lot of overlap. But yeah. the problem is, who's going to pick them up if they get picked up? Uh, like I don't see anybody picking up Telltale Games. Nah, I don't see anybody picking up Mm-mm. Telltale either. No. Oh, this is insane. Uh, studios. They could do the partnership with the uh, with through Game Pass, like uh, uh, not Beyond Two Souls, the, the other young adult story people that Life is Strange. Uh, yes, they, that people yeah. they could kind of go that route because that is a good kind of Game Pass. Yeah, drip uh, feed as it goes. So that sort of stuff could work for them, but. So, uh, it says here, the list of suit. I'm here, um, kickguru.net, no, that doesn't really sound... I got one for you. Okay, Mm -hmm. go right ahead. So, it's Avalanche Software, 
Monolith Productions, Netherrealm Studios, Rocksteady Studios. Oh tell, no! Telltale Games, mm-hmm. WB Games Boston, WB Games Montreal, WB Games New York, San Diego, and San Francisco. So essentially, pretty much everybody is everybody. What's mm-hmm. going to be sold? Nobody didn't get the chopping block. Wait, no, I'm confused. Is that what AT and T is keeping, or is that what these this is what they finished. own? Yeah, these are all the ones that okay. are affected. All right, all right. This is these are all the ones that are affected. Oh, great, great. Yeah, Rocksteady. Not steady. to mention, not to mention, real quick, though, not gaming related. Just throwing out there. This also means DC Comics yeah. is owned by Discovery. Mm-hmm. And what does that? Well, mean? see you later, DC Comics. It was nice knowing you. We're just wow. going to see again HGTV just. I'm going to see wow. Batman on an HGTV show. That's We're going to see Marvel doing. acquire DC Comics, and that's going to be hilarious. Oh, my God. That's exactly <laughs> what people have been saying. There's this guy at work that's been ta- telling me this for years, <laughs> and he's finally right, and I'm never going to hear I mean, they got it. the money now. House of Mouse is like, hey, we want you now. And now we have, we have, we can get that Batman Captain America crossover series everybody's been wanting for years. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? <laughs> And you oh, know, no, it's going to be like a conflict of interest. You know, this is a monopoly. We can't. No one cares about comic books, so <laughs> no one's no. going to stand I in mean, the way. Unfortunately, this is scary. Yeah, uh-huh. this is so scary right now. Yeah. I, again, I just want to close my eyes and just wake me up when the damage is done. Mm-hmm. So let's stick but getting, with, yeah. Let's stick with uh, what do we think is going to happen to HBO Max? Is it going to I... be? <sighs> Oh man! There. I don't want it going away. I love it. I love HBO Max. Oh I don't want God. it going I, away so much. Uh, well, HBO Max has been uh, a great thing during this pandemic in terms of movies. WB has been releasing movies in theaters and yeah. doing their HBO Max play, and that's kept them in the box office cycle, which is kind of it's them and then that uh, Flintstones animated movie, not Flintstones, but the old right. anime movie for kids. That one, that's like the one big great success, and then. WB's been doing a pretty good job of keeping movies coming out, even to the detriment of like Tenet and that sort of stuff. Yeah, but it's for a movie theater, they're happy because they have something. Um, I know it pissed off a lot of people when they did the HBO Max deal in terms of they had to pay everyone like everything was a success because they had their contracts. Right. But that's kept WB in the spotlight in terms of movie theaters. Like they're the ones that have been consistently putting things out. Yep. Uh, but then in addition to that, they have other HBO Max productions that they're still doing. They're already working on a Titans season three. They got a green light for Harley Quinn season two. They had the cliffhanger for Doom Patrol because of COVID Yep. and all that sort of stuff. So they're still kind of rolling in production because they're in a holy pattern until next year, like mid next year. And so they're just going to make what they have already on the slate and then it'll be what it'll be. So I hope it sticks around in terms of they have a lot of great shows on there, old and new. And um, there's a lot of great classic films on there. They do a lot um, that they don't market very well because the original HBO Max people that were in charge are gone. Yeah. And so they folded it into, I think it was Ann Sarnoff is uh, the creative hit. Do you not know these people? So WB. No, I'm just saying it's a shame. Yeah, it is a shame. So Ann Sarnoff is the digital head. So she does like theme parks, TV, so like half a CW yep. and all that sort of stuff. That's where she's at. And then there's Jason Keelar, who I believe is now looking at resigning. You know, he's like leaving because their Jeez. company's changing. He was like the business end of HBO Max. And so he was the one that had the big 
push for the uh, HBO Max movie deal that we're going through right now. Yeah. Um, so it looks like he's leaving, and then the Discovery boss is taking over. Uh, Everything. Yeah, David. Was it Z- Zasloff? Is his name? I want to say yes. That's. Yeah. So that. he's going to be the big head honcho now, and then it'll be him who decides who stays and who goes. Um, I know uh, the guy that's been in charge of DC Films recently, Walter Hamada, had his contract renewed prior to this through the Flash, no longer Flashpoint Flash movie. So theoretically, he's sticking around until next year when they can officially give people boots and replace him. So. Right. And they're filming that movie now, so. Oh, God. Ryan. <laughs> What the, God, after that, I forgot what the question was. Uh, <laughs> what's happening in HBO Max, right? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have numbers come out for how successful HBO Max has been. Like, was, I don't is think it a booming so. success? No. Not in terms of money, but in terms of, in terms of uh, subscribers, there have been guesses. Because with streaming the way it is, they don't have to yeah, report and, like the so box office to, does. Uh-huh. Uh, estimate these kinds of things now because mm-hmm. there's just no like with box office i could go and get the numbers that weekend yep. i got here and, from april 22nd 2020 uh this is the hollywood reporter saying it has oh god 44.2 million subscribers okay. that's not bad that's, that's not, not bad. bad at all nah especially for how new it is in comparison mm-hmm. to right and, and it's just America, right? They haven't even been able to get exactly. it outside. This yeah. is where I think Discovery is going to be, you know, helpful in the sense that Discovery has their app, their streaming app all over the place as far as I was told. I can't confirm or deny that. Um, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that they have their app all over the place where this could essentially help Warner, like, well, not Warner, but uh, AT and T out with getting their money back from buying a company that they didn't really know much about. Well, not that they didn't really know the the business side that they didn't know much about. It's yeah. Sorry, Ryan. Go ahead. No, no, I definitely think that for at least in the initial part, I think HBO Max will be safe. I think. If if it is doing those numbers that the Hollywood Reporter is saying, I don't see them being like this is a bad thing. But I do now see it getting. You're gonna have your reality TV sections of HD TV on there. You're going to have National Geographic, Animal yeah. Planet, all that molded in with the Discovery stuff. Basically, just added on top. Right. Which is fine with. I have no problem with that. That's that's more content's more content. That's always a good thing. Exactly. Keith, what do you think about this? Where is HBO Max going? I really hope it doesn't because I really enjoy the service. Uh, I think the numbers that they got, you said 44 million users. 44.2 million, yeah. And you got to think about that. That came on after, on or before, for example, Wonder Woman 84 coming to the service and this other shows. After. Godzilla. Okay, Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah, Kong this is around Godzilla versus Kong. So, like a week before uh, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, so they're doing this. They've got some bangers people watch, and I've watched Mortal Kombat a couple of times. I thought it was a silly movie, but at the same time, I enjoyed the <laughs> fight scene. So I'm hesitant to say they're fine because things could change. I mean, right now, who's the who's the the, uh, the winner in the streaming wars right now? Disney Plus still? I think so, yeah. Netflix and then Disney Plus. Yeah, so they've got to have something to show that they can stand out. They've They've had two movies, three movies, but what do they have now outside of that? 
what new series do they have coming out on top of that? We, we've that already Gotham mentioned series. They've got a couple things coming. They also got everything that was in DC Universe come over. For me, you know, one of the biggest things for myself is the next season of Young Justice. Yeah. Can't wait for that. Um, so they have a lot to offer, but is it enough? I want to say they're safe for now, mm-hmm. but you can never tell. Again, Discovery. Discovery is the uh, the dark horse here. We have no idea what they're going to do. Yeah, we don't know what their plans are. They're, I mean, they've been in this this territory for a long time, but not in this particular niche not with these brands and these shows and these properties we don't know what they're going to do they could say great we got them all fantastic now we're in the running well they can go we don't want this i mean there's there's a reason why you shut out this much money to be involved i'm hoping it's not just to get rid of everything that'd be silly let's hope not um, I got. I'm reading here from Dade Hayes uh, from Deadline.com. HBO Max will hit 120 million to 150 million subscribers by 2025, with AVOD tier launching in June. Now, I'm not really sure what AVOD is. I'm assuming it's going to be like uh, what they're doing with the movies coming out this year. Uh, just pretty much a Disney Premier Access is what I'm. Uh- Assuming. I heard that they're doing a cheaper version of HBO Max that has advertisements folded into it, and you ah. don't get you don't get the movies. There you go. Yes. So if you want the movies, you pay up to the HBO oh. Max normal price. Gotcha. Yes, that's exactly what it says here. The long-awaited <laughs> ad support tier of the service will launch in the U.S. in June. The company said. Which is this even still going to be happening? I, I well. Uh, for for the foreseeable future, they're stuck in a holding pattern, right, doing what they until, can do. Well, up until next year, when the official decisions come in and they can start kicking butts and right. whatever. So, I don't know. I'm, it's it's just a waiting game at this point. Yes, mm-hmm. this web. Uh, sorry, the L.A. Times also said that the new name of the sorry the name the name of the new entity will be announced next week, which. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a weird thing. Why not just put it out with this press release? Like, hey, we're... I don't know. In my mind, it's like, why why have two press releases when you could just do one, you know, and get get rid of it all? Will that be the day it starts being publicly traded? No, I don't think I don't, so. No, I don't no, think I, so. I, no, I, I feel like this is going to be in... I believe this set for a year. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the year. So no, I think it's just a, a way for them to stay in the news cycle. Like you have the pop of we're being merged with this other entity. All that is coming together. And then later you could be like, we have this new company and maybe they've had some time to finalize some, at least ideas and plans in terms of answering a lot of these questions more succinctly in terms of having to go to all these different interviews. Right. One big, one big dump. Okay. I guess. Um, Following the article, like you had said, Anthony, David Zaslav will run the combined company. The veteran executive has more than 30 years of experience in media, joining NBC in 1989 to build CNBC. He has uh, been leading Discovery since 2007. A lawyer by training, he helped take the company public in 2008 and was an architect in its transformative $12 billion purchase of Food Network and HGTV. So uh, uh, the best you can say is this guy knows what he's doing, right? Yeah, he has a lot of uh, TV experience, at least. So he has production. He's not coming from AT&T with phones. He always has TV experience to draw off of, and he can rely on 
uh, WB's movie experience in terms of outside of DC, they've had a lot of success with the the Conjuring and their their horror franchises have been doing very good. So outside of the the issues of DC yeah. <laughs> with their film division, everything else uh, that WB does is pretty good. Okay. Um, I, the I, Conjuring movie dropped this weekend. Yes, it does. I think that's. Yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, yes, it does. Sorry. Um, do we guys? Do you guys think this guy's competent enough from what we're reading right now to save? Not even to save HBO, like or or Warner Media itself, but to save DC. DC movies. I mean, he has the resume. As far as does he have the chops to do it? The verdict is out. Still out on that one. Okay. Uh, From uh, what I've been hearing in terms of the original bosses, it was Kilar was business, and then Sarnoff was creative. Yeah. Uh, Kilar ruffled a lot of feathers, obviously, with the movie theater uh, HBO Max deal. But then, in addition to that, there was like some CNN kerfuffle that he had with one of the I don't know if it was an executive, but you know how all the business people play golf. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. This came out of a golf conversation that where they were uh, these groups of executives were having golf a golf game or a golf conversation, and they're like, "Man, we've got some struggles over here. This Keylar guy is having problems with me. I might have to leave." It's like, "Well, hold on, we we could figure something out." And so that's where these those initial conversations started happening for this kind of merger to take place. Yeah. Uh, so it's not um, strangers coming together. It's people that know each other and then get along at least. So there is that. Um, and I know uh, Wall Street wanted uh, Comcast, who was NBC or MSNBC, whatever that is. Yeah. Uh, there's been a lot of the speculation that they should be the ones to come in to get uh, Warner Media out of ATT's hands. And so this happened before any of those talks could happen. But he had um, experience with that organization in the past. So there is uh, at least some good uh, he's liked in terms of like he's like he's not bad water in terms of the industry for uh his interpersonal work so that's yeah. always a good sign in terms of because i know jeff Jobs burned a lot of bridges on, on his way out of dc and so uh you always are happy to see uh at least liked people be in charge yeah definitely um let's see what else we got here uh well, I had here, this was definitely a biased opinion, but I wrote here, let's talk about the damage that AT&T has made to Warner, meaning the DC movies being driven to the ground, stepping away from a connected universe just to make separate movies like The Joker, which was unfortunately a box office success. And award uh, winner. Yeah, it was weird, wasn't it? That's their best movie they've made under the superhero brand since they had DC. But it's yeah. not a superhero movie. Exactly. That's they why. got someone. They got someone to do. I want to do this story, and they're like, you know what? Do that story, but put the Joker on it so people will come and see it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, Otherwise, it would have been an A twenty four film. Let's all be real here. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, Ryan, what do you think about this? Uh, am I wrong here? As I mean, I've, I, I've hated what they've done with DC. They took they because when did they acquire it? It was three years ago. Yeah. Three or four years ago. Right. So 18. like right after Batman v Superman. Yep. 
Yeah. So you're gearing up for this thing. You got you're going in the Justice League, and then we stop doing that. Nothing's connected, so you lose any of your thing of that. So, and then you keep having. It feels like every three weeks a new rumor about a Flashpoint movie that's been in talks now for five, ten years that is now finally seeing the light of day. Maybe, yeah. but it, that movie's it, gonna. That that movie's gone under so many changes, it's insane. But I do think Joker is the only success story to come out of this whole thing. Is that I don't know if that movie would have been made otherwise. That movie is arguably the best one they did, but it's again, it's, it's completely different from anything either side was doing at the time. So that's why it's good, right? But it's also like you said, it was just it could have been a completely different movie, and they oh, just it could have been copied and it could have Joker been. into it. It could have been. But I think for what it is as a Joker film, it's fantastic. Okay. Keith, what do you think? Well, one, I didn't like the Joker movie right. whatsoever. There we go. Okay, <laughs> so, good. I'm glad I'm not one of the, one of the weirdos out there thinking that this, was, this wasn't a great movie because it wasn't. Um, I'm really scared about this, to be honest with you. They didn't do anything for the DC brand, to be honest. and They made it worse. <sighs> You can't honestly tell me they've they made it for the better. No, they have not. They they have not. A great example is Wonder Woman eighty four. I mean, Ugh, oh my god, god, what a horrible! Movie. Oh there was so many issues of that movie. I was so looking forward to it. I watched it and I went, "What did happened? I just watch? Yeah, what happened from the first movie to this movie? Yep. What happened? A, a big a big part of that was uh, the director Patty Jenkins. She did so good. At ATT, knew so little of what they're doing, they just gave her way more control, and then the studio didn't wasn't able to step in and be like, "We need a little bit more action. We need, you know, those sorts of things that a studio would normally do." Need we need people to actually look at your movie and say, "Hey, yeah. maybe you shouldn't put this into the movie." Yeah, yeah. I've said it once. I'll say it again. If it wasn't for Soul coming out, Wonder Woman 1984 would have ruined Christmas for me, and I stand by that statement. Oh man. Continue, Keith. Sorry. Yeah, I I don't have any faith in the DC brand anymore in terms of movies. I haven't in a long time, and that only solidified that. I have no faith. I have nothing. Nothing. There's nothing that they can do right now to to instill any kind of confidence that DC movies are any good anymore. And that includes the upcoming Shazam or uh, Black Adam movie. Black Adam, Shazam, Flash... And there was one more, uh, the Batman, Batman. and mm-hmm. there was also one more. I'm not, I forget what it was. Are they still working on the Batman? I know the movies had so many stops. Yeah, I believe they still are in production of that movie, but I can't. I think they like wrapped like the yeah, basic yeah, like, production. Isn't it entering post production pretty soon. Yeah, it's it's entering post production pretty soon. They had to stop because of COVID, uh, that sort of stuff. But they were able to finish what they needed to do, and they're into okay. the post production phase. All right, and. Can't forget, of course, there's also that rumor about a uh, black Superman movie. Oh, yeah, that one. We'll see. I mean, yeah, I. <sighs> the world's not ready for a black Captain America. They're, they're not ready for black <laughs> Superman. Ready to... Exactly. <laughs> That's not going to turn out good. Let's going to leave it at that. Yep. Oh, no. Um. Oh, boy. I, I hope we're wrong in the fact that... I would love to be 150% wrong. I would. Well, let me ask you I mean, this. It, 
Go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was going to say, if they read the comics, they know there is one out there, and he's also the president. Right. Yep. <laughs> but clearly they didn't. Of course not. Um, I do have one question for you, Keith. Mm-hmm. Are you a fan of the Snyderverse? No. No. Okay. No. Right. So you didn't like Batman versus Superman? No. You didn't like just uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League? No. Was it a better no. version? Okay, let me refer, let me ask you this: Was it a better version of 2017's Justice League? Yes. Okay. All yes, right. it was. But okay. that's not a saying big much. Stretch. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> I love the fact that you expanded on Cyborg. How about that? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I'm and, a snob, and I'm I'm going to admit it. I'm more of a Marvel guy than a DC movies guy. I will admit that as well. But I I will give credit to where credit is due, and. Uh, yeah. 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 Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Not to say sorry. No, that's okay. That's all right. Uh, Anthony, is HBO Max, well, is Discovery going to save the DC Comics movie? Right? One would hope that they could uh, deal with the drama that had manifested within Warner Brothers for DC because uh, I think Zach did an interview last week or two where he was trying to do the, the Snyder Cut during this pandemic and um they described it as torture for both sides of it so you hope that when these new people come in they kind of massage and get rid of any of sort of the issues that created from whether it's the joss whedon stuff or the disdain for the snyder cut and because there's such an interesting thing with the the executives uh when the snyder cut army started and it was just please give us this movie they were like, it's not real. It's it's Russian bots. They're like, they had all these excuses to come up with, and then these charity efforts started for suicide prevention, and they're like, oh, oh, it's like it's like actual people, like actual people that would give us money, yeah. and we have this streaming service with nothing, and we have this movie just sitting there. <laughs> okay, and like with the pandemic, no movies were being made, so all the special effects houses they're doing nothing yeah they're like what do you need i need some special effects and like i'm gonna shoot like two scenes oh okay we got some special effects people that need work yep that was the whole reason that that even happened um so you hope that these new people can get rid of that bad blood they can go forward um in this new direction because i know we brought up a dc universe originally before this that was a dcwb initiative prior to att coming in yeah. So when AT&T came in, they're like, oh, you already have a streaming service? Well, you're just going to be a comics service now like Marvel Unlimited, so we can do our HBO Max thing. Yeah. Uh, and so I know they've, uh, they were, AT&T was shocked by the amount of people reading comic books on the DC Universe app. That's why they've kept it around, because they were surprised. Like, oh my God, you guys are, are reading these books. I didn't know that. Uh, and so it's been, I know, it's it's been a good uh, outlet for um, creative storytelling that is less reliant on the single issue model for comic books. Um, they actually went into the vault, Warner Brothers DC Comics vault, mm-hmm. because when they when they want to hire someone, they don't always put them on an official book. They'll task them with a story, and they'll get it back like, well, this is pretty good. Okay, we'll hire you to actually do work for us. So they went in and pulled some of those stories out and put them out on DC Universe Infinite. And um, it's a lot of fun to read these stories that were just test subjects for these creative teams that were maybe trying to get into the industry for DC. Yeah. Um, and, and so they're able to do a lot of interesting things with the comic book division, which is nice, but they also just laid off a 
big chunk of the staff for DC. They just finished those layoffs. Yeah. And so I'm so scared that we're going to lose even more people. Because we already lost the people that did uh, Black Label, which was their new reader-friendly, adult-oriented, you-don't-need-to-know-anything, just read these good stories. And those people are gone. So, worried. Was Justice League Dark under that? Justice League Dark, the comic, was uh, uh, part of the New 52 back in 2011. So prior to that acquisition. But... Um, Warner Brothers, AT&T had decided when they got uh, Bad Robot, J.J. Uh, Abrams, yep. mm-hmm. they were going to put him in onto a Justice League Dark project, be it a movie or an HBO Max show. They weren't sure yet, but he was going to go over there and start working on that kind of universe. Um, so it is a part of their, no, I, their I initial plan. part of a Black. I was trying to remember Black Label Comics. No, that was just uh, New 52 standard DC. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, speaking of that black Superman movie, J.J. Abrams uh, confirmed yesterday that he won't be directing the new black-led Superman reboot, which good, I guess. You know, like, don't get me wrong. I love J.J., but, like, give it to somebody, of a person of color. Because I, I, I personally, I don't think J.J. is going to understand how to direct a movie of that type of uh well just a movie of that amount of power i guess uh, i i'm just gonna say this after star wars and showing what he did with some of the um poc characters and that i don't think i want that man anywhere near a black led superman movie no. oh sign thank you yes yeah, yeah. i oh, it's good news it's good news right it is in a weird, weird way. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Let's head over to the video game side of this. Let's say all the cards are on the table. Let's put all the um, the studios on sale. Who's picking up what? We're going to take a guessing game. Let's start off all with right. Rocksteady. Ryan, who do you think is picking up Rocksteady? Rocksteady. Who? Let me think here. Let me think here. It's a bold one, but I think they need a company like Ro- a studio like Rocksteady under their belt. I'm going with EA. Oh my god! If EA picks up Rocksteady, I will cry for a couple days, just because like no, <laughs> we don't want that at all. Pick up something else. Pick up another realm or something. We don't want that. Keith, what do you think? Who do you think is picking up Rocksteady? Oh boy, um, that's an odd one. Honestly, I don't. There's so many people who could actually pick that up. Um, you know, I would say Square Enix, but at the same time, they haven't really been impressing me. Um, I'm sorry, you said they haven't been impressing you. Yes, they have not been. Final Fantasy 16. You don't think that's uh, from what we've seen so far? That trailer does. Outriders. Ah, okay. All right, yeah. All <laughs> Avengers. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> the Western side is I'm not th- doing that. Yeah, right I'm now. thinking I'll of the, that. I'm not thinking exactly. of the Western side. And then, and, then, yeah. and, then you're saying, and then you're saying Rock City, when yeah. their Western side of games have not been very yeah. good. So, oh, I hate yeah, to say this. Picture that. Picture that. What if Rock City is leading the head of, well, not the head, but leading the Western side of Square Enix? 
Yeah, we just put out uh, the new Laura Croft game, which is incredible. It's a 10 out of 10. Step up your game. Hey, hey I'll kill for that. Yeah. Um, EA, or I hate to say it, Activision. Okay. Oh, Activision. I could definitely see. Yeah, see what I mean? What do you think uh, Activision's putting them on? Say that again, you broke up. What do you think Activision's going to put them on? What's the first project? Is it... Story-driven Call of Duty? <laughs> okay. All right. I kid, but that's probably what's going to happen. Yeah, that's right. Call, Call of Duty. What is it? What was that? Uh, what was that um, Battlefield game? Call of Duty, Bad Company. Something okay. like that. Okay. A, a, a strong story-driven uh, FPS game. Okay. It would work. I mean, Titanfall yeah. is a great example. It definitely can work. Oh. Yeah, if you have a good FPS is gonna have good stories. It's been a few years, but they can have good stories. Yeah, I got here so. uh, somebody in the chat, Ghost Hand two four six, saying I could see Sony or Microsoft snatching up Rocksteady, especially Microsoft. Not Rocksteady, not for Microsoft. And Sony has enough first part uh, story driven studios. I don't think they would want them. There's a lot of overlap there. Yeah. But- that's why I'm really thinking EA because then it goes with EA Play with Games Pass. You can do that kind of thing with it, all that, which I could see. Huh. But then you're getting a bit of that Microsoft money without having to right, go right. into their pockets. Of course, of course. Anthony, what do you think is picking up Rocksteady? Well, there is always the option of them keeping something because... During the pandemic, video games were a great uh, boom for bringing in money outside of uh, film. Yeah. Uh, so there is always the option of keeping one or two, and if you're going to keep one, I think that would that would be the one you would keep. Of course. Uh, but if it's got to go somewhere, I I, w- I with everyone else in terms of like an Activision or an EA, uh, because they 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 do the big budget stuff. They take a lot of time. They have a history of doing a good job with IPs. And uh, those two companies have a good relationship in terms of being able to go get partnerships for IP. I mean, you want to move it around that way. So Okay. I'm going to go with, uh, I'm thinking Sony. Pick them up. You know what? Yeah, we got the Batman. Well, we got the Marvel version of Batman. Go with Punisher. Let's get a, a, a nice story-driven Punisher game. I mean, you're not going to do Daredevil at that point, is it? That I mean, hey, the easiest comparison. Both. Why not just have both? <laughs> you know. Well, I was thinking, just, uh, yeah, you're probably right. Just because it's FPS, I was thinking FPS. Why not just have? Yeah, yeah. They're, the studio is more built for third person though, because if you want to do first person, you have to hire different teams because that's right. a different skill set right, and that right. sort yeah. of thing. Well, so, shooter. Uh, that's what I was thinking for some uh, reason. I don't mm. know why, even though. Batman wasn't really much of a shit. You were really into using that explosive gun he had. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Gotta love it. Um, Ghost Hand again, 246, is saying the Volition already made a great Punisher game. I don't know what game that is. Well, I mean... It's I know. Old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Alright, we got here WB... Mo- no, actually, let's go with NetherRealm. Because... I'm thinking Nether Realm just goes to EA. EA would probably pick them up just to get a good fighting game. 
I don't know much about fighting games, guys. I'm sorry. Ryan, go ahead. Uh, as, as one of the group's fighting game aficionados, my favorite video game genre, um, the 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 man below me's hat says it all. It's it's going to Xbox. Xbox been needing a f- all of the Japanese developers partner with Sony for their fighting games, and they're mostly exclusive to Sony and and um, the PlayStation and PC. You rarely see them come over to the Xbox side. Like hell, the biggest fighting game in the world, Street Fighter Five, has only ever been on PC and PS4 and Five. That was such so, a dumb business decision. But no, oh, it it was dumb. It was extremely dumb but it's the what they've done for fighting games and i definitely see xbox being like we need a big contender out there and in north america especially in north american fgc the biggest names in that is sonic fox who plays netherrealm fighters you're going to want those kind of things you're going to want to be able to get yep. those press on you that he's playing on your consoles that these games are on that Xbox would want that. They love that kind of thing. It's going to Xbox. Okay. Keith. Man, said it all. They need somebody to bring back currency. Okay. Anthony? I mean, for uh, just to not agree with everyone, because it's such a good point. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It would be interesting to see them maybe try and go... uh, Because you always wonder, there's always the independent option you don't know like the legal how how feasible that is in terms of being able to do that but they are skilled enough to where if they want to go do their own thing um, they could definitely do it and maybe it's not nether row maybe they make their own studio but it's it's ed boon and all of those guys they just mass exodus make their own thing Uh, they could very well be successful it's gonna be a scooby-doo fighting game (laughs) they finally get to hey you know there have been otter games out there just saying my little pony and them fighting hers <laughs> so very true very true i would just love to see shaggy <laughs> and scooby being duking it out you know anime while, Sh- while shaggy is stoned out of his mind yeah, yeah. oh boy um again ghost hand 246 street fighters whole business model was a uh, tragedy capcom really doesn't know what to do with their fighting game division ryan is this true haven't since oh nine with oh um well a little bit after that but anything after Marvel versus capcom 3 they have kind of dropped the ball with street fighter 5 is getting good now and it's been out for the past five years okay. and it's only getting good because the development got halted during the pandemic so they put all their effort into making that a better game they had a whole team over half so yeah it's completely true I mean, add on what he said. I mean, there's so many different fighting games that Capcom's had over the years that did neglect it. Rival Schools, Star Gladiator, Dog um, Stalkers, my Dog Stalkers, one. over and over and over and over and over and over. It just they neglect them. They neglect them, and I understand their focus is and always will be Street Fighter. But there are so many other great fighting franchises that Capcom's had that they should revisit. It was a golden era in the '90s, man. Oh my yep. god! And now they've dumped it all. You, I think Marvel vs. Capcom 3 was the last fighting game I ever played. <laughs> That's fine. That was a fantastic game. It was a I fantastic the, game. I hate the fact that Tanoko vs. Capcom is stuck on the, um, what is it, the Wii? It's on the Wii. It was a great <laughs> game. It was on the Wii. <laughs> you plugged in a fight stick to it through a Wiimote like a nunchuck. That needs oh, to come God. off. The, it needs to be brought over. It really does. Well, we'll <laughs> It see. really does. They could. Nintendo's uh, E3 this year. We'll see. Is also Capcom going to be a part of E3 this year? I think they said yeah, right? Yeah, they said yes. Okay. 
So, Keith, you, your hopes don't don't uh, get your hopes down. They might be bringing it back. I have no faith. <laughs> I really have no faith. I'm sorry. I've been I, following Capcom since you know they were a thing, and I'm. Yeah, I mean, Resident Evil Reverse. Anyone? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyone? <laughs> well, I was <laughs> just going to say. It, you brought up Resident Evil. I was just going to bring it back. Well, they they turned Resident Evil around. I, I don't see why they can't. It's a great it. game. Resident Evil is a great game. It's right. a great game. It's a great series. They did a fantastic job with that. Um, but <laughs> Reverse. I was, uh, I was so excited. Like, we're delaying it. I was like, can you just cancel it? Yeah. Did anybody play that the beta? Definitely not. Uh, yeah, uh, like five minutes, and I'm it, like, "This is horrible." It was not good. Oh, it was that terrible. was the four v one, right? Or mm-hmm. like, off. no, it was the same. It was it was the um, it was the same as Marvel vs. Capcom, but it was just using the anime properties instead, and it was great. But I would imagine, gotcha. yeah, it goes hand in chat. Said the same thing. It, it is a licensing nightmare. Yeah, that game was. Yeah, that game would never fly right now because so many people so many companies go hey no you need to pay us an an outrageous amount of money to get these into your game you know it just wouldn't work you want the giant robot that turns into a lighter oh that's gonna cost you some money (laughs) yep (laughs) oh it's a shame it's a shame uh anthony did you go for uh what was it another room he did okay okay uh monolith which what's the last game monolith made what is, is the last game they made I don't, they were the mad max guys right yeah or is that so. avalanche i don't know that's avalanche i thought i don't know yeah, we're in that nebulous that. that nebulous area where i'm not real sure what they wow did. the last game they did was metal earth shadow of war yeah that's right that's right oh okay. that is shadow of war. i thought <laughs> this is where it gets all crazy i thought that was avalanche that makes it up <laughs> yeah uh, all right, where do we think Monolith is going to be picked up with? Shadow of Mo- Shadow of War, not even Shadow of Mortar. No, Shadow of well, well, Shadow of Mortar was before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Where do we think they they could go to Amazon? They already have the <laughs> oh god the wow. uh, Lord of the Rings stuff. They're like, we need a good game studio. You already did our IP. We'll just bring you over here. Just tie them in. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh wait a minute. That also brings me to a really great point. Didn't. Wasn't uh, WB filing a patent for the Shadow of War stuff? Yeah, Nemesis system stuff. The Nemesis yeah. system was yeah. it? Was it WB or was that like Monolith itself? Well, it's it's all the same thing at that point. Well, yeah, at that time it was the same thing. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I know that, but I'm saying, what do we know for a fact that it was Monolith Studios? It was WB. Oh, I believe. Fuck. Okay, so they're probably fucked. Okay. Um, I... Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say I think this one's going. Where? I think this is gonna I'm gonna give a two for one here. I think this and Avalanche are going straight to Ubisoft. Oh yeah. Go Sandy. I think it sounds perfect actually. Yeah, it's the same thing. Oh wow, that's funny. Uh yeah, I mean Ubisoft just seems like the place for those kinds of games. They've got imagine taking that nemesis system software into something like Assassin's Creed or Fall Cry. Fall Cry'd be great for that. I mean, I don't have to imagine it. I could just boot up Assassin's Creed Odyssey. That's fair. I forgot I had that. Yeah. But like that kind of thing in Far Cry or something. But they have those two studios have the game experience that Ubisoft likes—a big open world, 
uh, action, almost an RPG game where, yes, it's the Ubisoft style of game. I can't think of another way to describe those games. Right. So I definitely see that's where those kinds of things are going. All right. Keith? Ubisoft. Yeah. It sounds like a match made in heaven. Yep. (laughs) Ghost Hand tower climbing games. Yeah. That's that's spot on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fill a map, tower climb. Yep. Anthony? I said Amazon Studios because that'd be that's right, that's right, a, that's right. A hilarious. Uh... I'm I'm also gonna go with Ubisoft just because uh, Ghost Hand said it best: tower climbing games. Come on, why wouldn't you want to do that? Um, I got here Avalanche Software, which aren't they working on? I could be wrong. Aren't isn't Avalanche working on the Harry Potter game? Yeah, yeah, they are. Forgot about that. Do we see that game coming out? They haven't like put a release year out, right? Twenty twenty two, or no? I thought twenty twenty one. I thought it was late twenty twenty one. They won that. I game. thought it got delayed. Yeah, I thought it also got delayed. Hold on, COVID and all that. Yep. Wasn't it announced during COVID? No. Yeah, was... yeah, it got delayed yeah. to twenty twenty two. Yep. Yeah. I'm like, wasn't one of the first things you ever did watch the like announcement for that game on this channel? Yep. Yeah. What is it called again? Hogwarts Legacy. That's it. Thank you. Do we think this game is going to come out? Let's say it's... It doesn't even really say. Porky Games and Avalanche, yeah. So, is this game coming out? Right? At this moment in time, it really just depends on how far along it is in its production. Let's say right. it comes out the end. Of, they really give a release date at the end of 2022, which is after the announcement, uh, after the deal is finalized. I God, oh, I honestly am not sure. I think if it can come out early 2022, I'm talking like a spring game, March. It's gonna live. If it needs to go past March, it's going on the chopping block. Okay, all right. That's really what I see. Who do you think is gonna pick them up? THQ Nordic. Oh, I was waiting for somebody to say those words. <laughs> I completely forgot about that company, yeah. to be honest with you. THQ Nordic, or I was even thinking uh, maybe, uh, crap, what's this company? Uh, the head of uh, Two Cent. Okay. Tencent. Tencent. Yeah. I was thinking Tencent. Um, Keith, the pub gut guys. Yeah, is this game coming out? And who do you think is picking them up? Well, again, it depends on how far along they are in development cycle. If they're pretty far along, then I can see it coming out. If if they're just delaying after delay to rework the game, maybe it's stuck in development limbo forever. Um, as far as who's picking it up, this one's an odd one. Um, What's the I really don't game? have any. I really don't have anyone. I mean, THQ Nordic is a good idea. I I just legitimately don't see anybody picking this one up to I'm me trying to figure out what's the last game avalanche worked on was it mad max uh it might be yeah uh studios that makes the most sense rs3 driven to win no rage 2 what wait did they work on rage uh, um no there's 
I think there's another studio with a similar oh, name, gotcha, and so they gotcha, get mixed gotcha. up. Okay. Let me clarify. Ocean's in Just Cause 4. Oh, I forgot about those games. Yeah. Those were fun. How could you forget strapping rockets to a cow? <laughs> I didn't even know it existed until the fourth one came out. I just didn't know. Oh my thing. god, you missed out on some fun times on the Xbox or original Xbox. Those are some fun games back then. The last no, wait. I I'm if I'm reading this correctly, Avalanche Software. Yeah, Warner Brothers acquired the studio and reopened it in twenty seventeen. The last game that they worked on, according to Wikipedia, is Cars Three Driven to Win. There's two of them. There's Avalanche Software as and, well. Yeah, it's this is what I'm confusing. looking at. Avalanche Software yeah. is the, the WB one. No. Oh, Jesus Christ. This is ridiculous. That's why I said it's confusing because there's two very similar studio names. Wait. wait. Avalanche? <laughs> Avalanche? was bought. Avalanche Software was owned by Disney Interactive to right. 2017 mm-hmm. and sold to Warner Brothers in 2017 to the present. Right, mm-hmm. and according to uh, to Wikipedia, the Avalanche Software worked. The last game they worked on was Cars Three: Driven to Win, and they are now working on Hogwarts Legacy, which is oh, they were the Disney Infinity team. Yes, okay. yep. mm-hmm. which is kind of weird. Yeah, we have some decent games here, decent licensed games with Disney THQ Nordic. Uh, come pick these guys up. <laughs> The Toy Story 3 game was real good. Oh, I God. <laughs> yeah, uh, Ghost Hand, Just Cause 4 was actually Avalanche Studios, not Avalanche uh, Software. Which, come on, guys, just change the name. You know, let's hope whoever buys them just changes the name because this is ridiculous. Um, Anthony, who picks up uh, Avalanche? And is this Harry Potter game coming out? Uh, well, WB had planned to be at E3 before it got canned. And this would presumably have been when they would have showed I believe more of this going. game. Well, yeah, but I think last year before, prior oh, to DC yeah, Fandom yeah. gotcha, and that whole gotcha. situation. Uh, so we, they could have been in a much better state than the last time we've seen it. And we just weren't able to because of COVID. So it could come out very well. Uh in terms of who gets it, I'm not even real sure. Maybe like a Square Enix. I know they're doing like the RPG sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and that is technically in Square's warehouse, even if uh, they don't do so great on the Western side. Okay. Um, the last but not least, we have the WB games. There's like five of them. Montreal, yep. Boston, Los Angeles, San Francisco, San Diego, and New York. Um, the biggest one, Montreal. I'm just going to group these all together because I don't even know what the last game Boston, Los Angeles, San Francisco, San Diego, or New York worked on. It could be support studios for like the, when they were doing the nemesis system and stuff, they could have been some of the team that helped with that. Maybe we're not real sure. Gotcha. 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 Okay. Mobile. That wouldn't surprise yeah, me. Mobile too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that does a WB publish. Like they are technically a publisher as well, so they don't necessarily have to be developers. All of them. So that's fair. Yeah. Okay. So let's just group them all together. WB Games. Who do you think mm-hmm. is picking them up? Ryan. Oh, I, I I need to think of like the only one that I remember making games is Montreal. 
Right. So I let's just look, base it off of that. I need to look at what WWE Montreal has done. Oh, that Arkham. isn't Arkham. <laughs> that isn't, <laughs> That's uh, obvious. <laughs> I'm like, the last thing I remember them doing was Arkham. Uh, the, oh, they're working on Gotham Knights. Right. Okay. Uh oh. Which Look, was recently delayed. Yeah, I'm like, now what happens to that game? It got delayed to what, 2022? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ah, God, that's another one that's in hard limbo. From um, what we saw at the fandom, it looks good so far. Uh, but that could have just been, you know. I, uh, yeah, yeah. That was that. God, everything at fandom was such a better time. Yeah. God, mm-hmm. back to fandom. Fandom was a good day. Yep. Well, they're doing another one in October. Maybe. We don't know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, delayed. Yep. Yeah. Um, to 2023. No, sorry, uh, 2033. You know what? He, here's my call for this one. Epic Games. Wow. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my God. That's another conversation on his own. Wow. I completely forgot about Epic Because yeah. Epic Games doesn't do consoles. Yeah. <laughs> So, PC exclusive. Sorry, guys. Oh, no. Don't do that. Wow. Well, they have Fortnite on everything. They have Rocket League technically on everything now. So, they're not. it's not abnormal. It's just they don't do much. Yeah. I can see them. That, like Again, also, this studio doesn't do a It does a lot, but I'm just saying it's not pumping out the games such as the other teams were. Mm-hmm. These, these are satellite studios that help. Public that coming, and I can see Epic needing that. Right, I see them needing more for that kind of team building. So, um, yeah, I definitely think that's a possibility. Uh, Ghost Hand uh, is in the chat again and says, "I don't know now with all the uh, trial stuff. Epic is pretty overwhelmed." And nah, they're fine. Yeah, the lawyers are busy, but not Epic. The lawyers are busy, but I don't think anyone else has taken a big bump from that one. Okay. Fortnite's chugging. As long as Fortnite's chugging, they're doing okay. Okay. Keith, who do we think is picking up WB games? Microsoft. Ooh. Oh, God. I'm not even a Microsoft shell just because I'm wearing a hat because I, I no, no. my hats. Right, right, my, right. My, my Sony hats are running somewhere, but I think it just makes sense for Microsoft right. to go, yeah. we want to get into this. There we go. And okay. they got money to toss around, so why right. not? Anthony? Honestly, I'm not real sure because outside of the one studio who has, oh, I thought Arkham Origins was good, but obviously compared to what a different team did, so it's not exactly fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then their new game, uh, Arkham, whatever Gotham Knights, uh, Gotham Knights, uh, looked to be going down the Avengers route. So we're we're not even sure where. But it looked like a better Avengers. It did. It did. Okay. So. But yes, but even so, you never know how things could turn out with the online mul- online multiplayer gear and all the RPG that came with that. For so you never know. Okay. Uh, for my last prediction, I'm gonna say Valve. They come back to video games, baby. We're gonna go. We're gonna we're gonna finally give you that Left 4 Dead three. We're gonna finally give you that Portal three. Portal, yeah, Portal didn't get a sequel. F you and went to go make their own game called Back for Blood. I mean, yeah, but like, you know what I'm but saying? I was like, we have the IP. Yeah, we have the IP. Why not just we, we see your game? Let's just make it better. I don't know. That game looks real good. It does look also, real good. That thing. They they showed that VR isn't dead last year of Half Life Alex. Right. 
So why, I know. why not just pivot WB games to uh, VR? They could. They yeah. could. Okay. I think that's pretty much wraps up the show. That was a nice cool. predictions list. Um, Fun. Final thoughts, guys? Ryan? God, just, again, I, like a couple of us have said in here, like a even said um this is like this is hide in your bunker close your eyes and uh come out when the bombs are done dropping type scenario it's uh yep yeah i'm gonna wait i i it's 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 two years before we see the outcome of this so yeah occasionally i'll see when i when the hollywood reporter pops up but other than that we won't know the true ramifications of this for a long time okay keith close my eyes Oh, Close my eyes. Hope, Keith, give me some hope. Okay. The hope is that some of our predictions are going to come true and you'll be happy that you were right. Okay. All right. All <laughs> there, right. there you go. I'll Shout out to that. THQ <laughs> uh, That could also be a prediction. I, 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 why not THQ Nordic just take up a bunch of all these studios? They just buy them all, right? You know? They got their money. I can see it happening. Who, who even knows how that company works? Yeah, nobody knows. They just buy IPs just to get the, get rid of them. Well, just to buy them. But uh, then they have AD games in development. Oh yep. Yep. Uh, Ghost Hand. Hope is that Warner Brothers themselves were terrible? I don't know about that. Well, I mean, I guess. They themselves into a hole well, they did fantastic things with games in the times they did them i mean yeah well i mean not even just games in general i've wb animation a lot of stuff I've had less issues with yeah um like, the handling of dc is bad but some sides of it are bad but then look at what they've done for television holy quinn yeah true bringing back young just all that kind of thing That's the arrowverse the, yeah, I completely forgot the entirety of what really popped this shit all off was the Arrowverse. Yeah. If it yeah. wasn't for that, we wouldn't be nowhere, you know? Truly. There'd be no Snyder Cut with the Arrowverse. <laughs> no Snyder Cut whatsoever. <laughs> Anthony, any final thoughts? I am worried for DC Comics. I hope uh, everything works out for those guys. I know they all care a lot. They all try really hard to make great stories. Yep. And... Uh, they already lost a lot of people. I hope they don't lose any more. Uh, the film division, I hope they get their issues sorted out. They can work together in terms of find more synergy. And I know a lot of the reports added that uh, the AT&T WB management was very indecisive in terms of what they just wanted to do. That's why the Flash film went through so many changes. They couldn't make a decision and just start working. Right. And... Uh, so I hope we get some more definitive leadership so we can at least start getting movies out, whether they're good or bad. I just want to see just give other people's interpretations of these characters in terms of these worlds and the kind of messages you could put out with these characters. All right. So. Uh, Ghost Hand, he says he was mostly talking about the video game division, which is, yeah, definitely mm-hmm. true. They were really bad. <laughs> Again, the last game that came out from Warner Brothers was... Arkham Knight? 
Well, the last big game was Arkham Knight, but I'm sure they've released a bunch of uh, the Lego games. Mobile. Right? Yeah, mobile games, Lego, Lego games, mobile. the Scribble Knots, if I'm not mistaken, or yeah. stuff like that. But, yeah. Um, all right, guys, let's get into some plugs. Ryan, where can people find you? Uh, people can find me at oh, Ryan the Lion three zero five five on Twitter right. for anime hot takes and anything else I'm up to. And they can find me on this channel tomorrow hosting Anime Nation. Right. It's gonna be a good time at seven p.m. EST. Okay, cool. Keith, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter. Well, <clears throat> if I can fix my voice, Twitter at Shadowhaxer. Or you can find me at theouterhaven.net where I'm either writing about gaming or some kind of technology news. Okay, cool. Anthony, where can people find you? Uh, Digital Encounter. Take the E off of Encounter for Twitter. And uh, yeah. Okay, cool. And of course, you can find me on Twitter at That Guy Tuesday, or you could find the uh, channel's Twitter at Pen Conquest. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it, guys. Thank you for joining me, gentlemen. I really appreciate it. Keith, great having you on. Let's hope this becomes a regular thing. Not a regular thing, but you know. Hey, I, if you guys can you invite guys. me back, then been fantastic. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, all right, guys. Thank you once again. Have a good night.